Welcome back. <laughs> Moose and Goose Raw, baby. Holy shit. It's been a while. <laughs> Four months. Four? Four months. Feels like a year. Yeah. A lot has happened beginning of this year. Yeah. This whole quarantine thing, man. Yikes. It's bad. Yikes. I mean, maybe for some people it's not, but for me, of course. There goes my phone. Wow. Yep. Off to a hot start. Off to a hot start. <clears throat> Yeah. Wow, yeah, it's been four months. Felt felt like a year. Yeah. Uh, this is season two, by the way. Season two. Yeah. We yeah. took a little bit of a break. Yeah, sorry, sorry we left you on a cliffhanger. Inadvertent break. Inadvertent break. You know. Sounds better whenever I say it after he says something really cool. <laughs> so I just repeat him. <laughs> so. What's uh, up, man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, this is going to be definitely kind of like free-for-all. Yeah, it's gotta be. We didn't we didn't plan much for this. We kind of wanted to catch you guys up on what Moose and Goose have been doing. Uh, <coughs> definitely a lot coming from me. I don't know about Mr. Moose over there. Uh, not really much, man. We've the last time you heard us, I still had a job. I left that job for the quarantine, and then it lasted a lot longer than I wanted to. So I'm like, I'm not going back. Um, the job I wasn't. It wasn't that I was super unhappy with it. Um, I really didn't mind it, but the scheduling was, was awful. It was 2 to 11. Um, didn't have weekends off, nothing like that. Um, and it just, I didn't really have a life outside of it. <clears throat> so, along with being around people all day during that whole pandemic start, like, I couldn't do it. So... We're just chilling. That's a lot has happened in quarantine. A lot of ups, more downs than ups. At least for me. For you, more ups, more ups for me. That's good. A lot more ups for me. Hey, at least someone's getting a lot of ups. Um, (laughs) I ask me if I make the shot though. I don't know. Do you make the shot? I'd always make the shot. Well, there you go. (laughs) Um. A lot of ups for me. Um, well, a, a lot of downs in my work, my work area, just because uh, a lot had happened where I was actually one of the only roles on. Um, so I was I was taking a lot of a lot of the work for myself, but uh, it, it challenged me to grow a lot, which was cool. Uh, but at the same time, the quarantine allowed me to kind of indulge in a lot of different things, uh, working out, getting on. Uh, uh, like a, a schedule that works really great for me, uh, whether between work-life balance, because I don't think I had that. I don't think I have work-life balance. I don't know. You seem like you go through time periods of when you have that, and then it just falls off, and then you pick back up, and then you fall off. And, but you keep you keep going back to it. So It's funny that you say that, because I've literally assessed the same exact thing. Because I like... There are times where we used to talk and, like, you were set on a schedule and then a month later you weren't on that schedule anymore. I'm like, okay. But then two weeks after that, you're on a different schedule. So I'm like, okay, at least he's getting back into something. I'm like, yeah, my, my schedules <clears throat> always fluctuate. I have I have found out because uh, I've done a lot of, like, me searching. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> let me just drink some water, you know, <laughs> as I'm talking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've done a lot of me searching, and, and there's a lot of things that I've noticed about myself uh, that I haven't been able to recognize, like 
my patterns, my scheduling patterns, my consistencies, even like my forgetfulness and I'm like I'm everywhere. All I'm like bouncing off everywhere. Do you think sometimes you you bite off more than you can chew? Like you take on too much stuff at once and you get overwhelmed. Oh yeah, dude. I'm like whenever I want to do something, I'm like fucking let's, let's do go. it. Yeah. Let's do it. And then I'm, and then I experience everything. <laughs> Just like and overload. I'm like, I can't do this. It's just overload. Yeah. Uh, so th- a lot of overwhelm. Um, so <clears> I've been practicing trying to ease my way into things. I'm really impatient. I'm definitely. That's fine. I'm an American. Yeah. Instant gratification. Let's just give it to me, you know? <laughs> I, see, I'm not really about the instant gratification. Oh, me 100%. I mean, I've. Instant gratification is nice, don't get me wrong. But, like, there, I know that there are things in life that. I just have to wait for, mm-hmm. and I don't need the instant gratification. But at some point, I need that gratification to come in yeah. to reassure me that I'm doing the right thing. Well, I've been reading a lot of books, and I'll save a couple of these these really cool things that I've been experienced for another pad, pod, pod, podcast. 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 No, Puzzles and Dragons for another day. <laughs> um, those of you that know Puzzles and Dragons... You guys are cool. Yeah. Um, I've been playing it since high school. Dude, don't get me started. Okay, stop. Don't distract okay, me. Okay, okay. Don't distract me. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. <laughs> you were talking about books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've been... Uh, it's ins- <clears throat> it's insane to just realize some patterns that I have in my life. Um, I'm trying to change those patterns are so so difficult yeah. it's just so uncomfortable and we could definitely <coughs> save save some of those for another podcast yeah, we leave you guys on a, on a nice little uh, oh, so overall next. how would you rate your I guess your quarantine slash social distancing 8 for, out of 10 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 I don't like people anyway so just see for me my growth experience just everything in general. Like, eight, eight out of ten. For, for this quarantine, was it more good for you or bad for you? Oh, it was fantastic for me. See, that that's where we differ. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, no it's fine. Well, so, what made yours so, like, so difficult or so upsetting? So, pretty much, like, right before the quarantine happened, um, I felt really burned out on a lot of shit, and I didn't want to do anything. Like, I was going to work, I... I was streaming to nobody, and I just felt kind of lost because I wasn't really connecting with people that I used to connect with, like our friends. I wouldn't really connect with them. We fell off for, for a little while. We did. Well, you yelled at me the one night, and then I I'm still to this day, I, I still think that there's something wrong there, but that's... that's we talked about that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just I felt really burned out, and just <clears throat> everything in general... And then the quarantine happened. I'm like, you know what? Because I told my work, I'm going to do the 14 days, and I'll come back, and I'll be better. I'll take the I'll take the two weeks. I'll re I'll realign myself and get back to it. Yeah. That didn't happen. So, what my job wants you to do is go through a leave of absence for the quarantine, and through the website you can extend your leave of absence however long you want. So the original two weeks turned into, okay, another week, so three weeks. I'm like, it's still getting bad, so let me do another two weeks. So now it's five weeks. 
And then after that, it just kept getting worse where I'm like, I, I can't go back to work because I was living with my mom and my dad. Who yeah. My mom has just a lot of medical issues and my dad's getting old. So That's old? My nah, dad? No way. Your dad's going to be alive. You know how old my dad is? 62. 70. He's 70? He was born in 1950. What? I gotta he say, looks good for 70 though, right? Your dad's the kind of person that's going to be kicking until... Until you're like, all right, Dad, just fucking go. Dude, <laughs> me and my mom say this shit all the time because he, he gets on our nerves sometimes, and we're like, he's going to live to 150 years old. He's never going to die. He's never going to leave. Yep. <laughs> um, but with all that, I'm like, I can't go back to work. I'm not risking their health because I, I worked at Walmart. Of course. So there's just people you constantly. Yeah. And, and when... Walmart was like one of the places that dude, stayed people packed, <clears throat> dude. I couldn't believe... I've never seen shit like this before. Like, I've seen stuff on Black Friday where people mob shit. Yeah. Dude, people were mobbing the pallets as we were taking them out from the back. They were waiting for us to come through the door to bring them out to the floor. Waiting for hand sanitizer, uh, disinfectant wipes, just disinfect... The the whole chemical aisle, like clo- like bleach, all that shit... Was a barren wasteland. There was nothing. Same thing with the pasta aisle. Nothing was there. And they had us come in when when we were packing the stuff out. They had to put more of us out there to get it on the shelves. But they didn't understand that customers were bombarding the pallets before we can even get them off Mm -hmm. and onto the shelf. At that point, just fucking roll the pallet out and raise your hands up. That's what that's what we had to do. Yeah. Wow. Like holy crap. People were ripping boxes of water open. The toilet paper was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I don't get that one. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I don't know why, but that's that one. And then I'm like, screw it. I'm not going back. And I, I talked to my, my dad about it. He's like, you know what? It's a good thing that you don't go back. Because the main thing I needed, I needed benefits because I needed to get my knee checked out. Yeah. And I really wanted a computer. Yeah. I worked there for about six months. Uh, maybe not six months. Uh, five, six months. Got enough for the computer, got the benefits, got my knee checked out, and everything was fine. Right. So I got everything I needed out of that job. If they were to call me tomorrow and say, do you want to come back? I would think about it. I think you probably would. I probably would. I think you would. Um, But just from there, I just got deeper and deeper into the hole that, really? I, that I would that I'd fall into. I've fallen into that hole previous times where... I think we all fall into that hole. And I think it's a matter of, of how we assess... It. It's not about being in the hole. It's about... It's about how fast you can... Get yourself, get out, yourself of out of the hole. And... <clears throat> or understanding... Almost uh, appreciating the hole. Th- that's, that's where I am now. Like, I realized I was in that hole... Um, I'm slowly starting to bring myself out. Um, I fell back into some old, my old, some of my old ways, just ways of thinking and stuff like that. Um, so I'm trying to bring myself out of that. Yeah. Um, started working out again. We lifted today and God, I hate it. Yeah, I got a fucking tumor under my armpit. Dude. <laughs> um, like started running again. Which I feel good when I run, because that's like my therapy, and then lifting again. So, 
like during the whole quarantine, there's a lot of stuff I could have done differently. I could have eaten better. I could have worked out more. I could have picked up like like do the keyboard again, stuff like that. And I just didn't. And looking back, I'm I get hard on myself because I didn't do those things. Yeah. And that is another part of me that just kind of drags my mentality down and my motivation down. So, do you have a pad or something? Do I have a pad? Yeah. Just something I could write in. Write in? Yeah. Like a, a paragraph or like Not a, a paragraph? No. Just something like a jot you down. You want to write down on the whiteboard right there? No. Oh. This guy. This guy. I don't know what the hell you want. <laughs> Next time I'll come prepared. Um. Yeah. No. For, so for me, I did. I did the opposite. I like focus. You were full force. I uh, I focused. I literally was working out like every, I was like mad man working out because we had to do virtual classes. Um, so yeah, business picked up for you, right? It's not that it picked up. Um, we uh, it, it was more or less like one of the other workers was were not wasn't there, so I had to pick up the slack from oh, okay from him. I just wanted to make sure there was somebody in that spot that I knew it was going to be a fucking problem. Okay, Dad. Did you want to join in? How, how was your quarantine? What? How was your quarantine? My quarantine was fine. Yeah? yeah? Any challenges that you overcame? No. No. Did I you do anything? I had two fucking tests. No fucking problem with me, brother. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing? Did you have a good time, though? Did you, you do anything? Time? Did you have a good time. Did you do anything? I had two fucking eye surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good fucking time. <laughs> He's legally blind. <laughs> Are you ready for your eye drops? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you really? Yeah. Uh, oh, so someone quit. You said. So somebody quit, and I had to pick up the slack from. Uh, from uh, no, they didn't quit. They had. Uh, they had. Some some issues of their own. I'm not gonna. I don't want to air their their dirty laundry. Yeah, yeah. They were healthy. Like no, uh, <laughs> they were. They uh, had some stuff going on. Yeah, they didn't have uh, like COVID or anything. Um, but uh, they had some things, and I had to pick up some slack. So it was definitely challenging for me. I had to work a little bit extra harder, extra harder. Um, so but <laughs> for me, it was actually almost one of the best things that could have happened. To be honest. Um, I have become a different kind of worker. I'm understanding my mem like the members that we have now, our families. Um, I like I'm just able to build connections with those people without feeling awkward or uncomfortable. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people experience this uh, all the time. I make myself inferior to others. Okay. So, so everyone else is better than you. Correct. So even when, as a martial arts instructor, I'm inferior to the parent. I don't make myself. Could be because I'm 24 years old and the that too. they're a little bit older. But as a martial arts instructor, like I'm the expert. They're coming to me. So <clears throat> I started playing that role. As in, um, the not like you know, not arrogant or cocky, but like yeah. I'm the expert. They're coming to me because they have a problem. Okay. If I sit there and tell you, or even you, like if I sit there and tell you what you want to hear all the time, it's it's not constructive. I'm not helping you at all. No, I'm not helping you at all. Yeah. Right. So like, 
you know, let's say you're lifting and, you know, maybe you have a, a, a wrong form or something. And I say, oh, you're doing a great job. No, that's not going to benefit you yeah. at all. So I've taken on that role as well as creating relationships with them and bringing in new members. All right. I don't know what he said. Oh. Why would you say that? Oh, <laughs> see, oh, man, there, old man. <laughs> I see by the way, this is uncut right here. <laughs> this is what you get. This is the real deal. Moose and Goose, raw, bro. This is the real deal. Man, was tied over the fan, bro. Oh, man. Um, and then, so on top of that, so I started playing that role. And at the same time, I was thinking about a lot of when you look in the martial arts realm okay a lot of depending on you know where you stand um there's like the ufc there's street fighting there's karate taekwondo there's so like taekwondo is more like sports related uh karate okinawan karate is more uh self-defense and you know meant for battle uh i truly believe that karate is what it is self-defense so when you always get those guys, oh, you you do karate? Oh, you fight me right now? No, like... Broad wax, come on. No, it, it's like I can defend myself. Yeah. You know, it's not something that goes around like you don't egg on fights. So that's what karate is, and people will be like, oh, well, it's whatever. Um, so I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, I'm a martial artist. When you get to 8th degree black belt, I'm looking at all these 8th degrees, bro. Yeah. I'm... I'm convinced Uh-oh. there's a weight limit to earn your next belt. Okay. And it's like 350 pounds. Hey, dude, I'm almost there. You are. <laughs> That's mean. I got, I'm, no, look, I put on a lot of poundage. I'm trying to get it off no, now. No, no, no. Look, man, there's two things in this world that don't fucking lie, and that's the scale and the mirror. Oh, if that's the case, damn, dude. I'm looking good. Yeah, dude. No, just dude, go ahead. Keep stroking. <laughs> stroking, baby. Stroke it. Yep. Keep showing off. This kid. Just, when we're lifting, he just starts flexing at me. He's just like, my fucking... <laughs> don't... F- I don't care about your lump. Look, see? He's flexing right now. He's flexing right now. No, no. See, what he's saying... I have a vein. No, no, no. I'm it's not talking about just brand today. brand new vein. <laughs> kid finds a vein and he's hyped dude it's like this small little inchworm vein and it's getting bigger and I, so i'm pumped about it <laughs> so i hype myself up and he thinks it's just me stroking ego dude and my i'm like i'm building my don't act like today bro. was the first day you've done this <laughs> stop <laughs> <I'm building laughs> don't, my don't you fucking dare bro. don't you dare bro, I gotta, I that's good gotta, gotta have that mindset I know. So when you try to break me down like you are right now, no, I'm not trying to break I'm you down. Right here, that's and I'm the like, thing. Oh, baby, How am I yeah. trying to break you down? No, I'm just <laughs> that's the thing. Stop clicking the damn pen. Why is it bothering you? No, it's look at the fucking bars on that screen. Yeah, these pores. and all they hear is <laughs> look, look at the, see those little ones. That's because you held it right next to the microphone. That's what you do. Stop. Stop. Stop clicking it. I don't care. You need the pen, yes or no? I do need the pen. What are you writing? Don't worry about what I'm writing. Are you writing a novel? No, I had a brilliant idea, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> and that's why I want the pad and the pen. So I could write it down. You should just wrote it on the whiteboard. So I could write it down 
when you're talking and not interrupt you. So write it on the whiteboard. No, because then that's all messy. Just, no, you just write it somewhere and we can always erase it. I mean, I like the the pad better because then we can reflect. That may be one of my favorite things down here right now. It's the whiteboard. Yeah. So what I'm talking about, I have... What? What? Go. You can't do that. You can't mutter something and then not say what it is. I do that all the time. But what did you say? I'll tell you later. Okay. So, when I'm like kind of down and stuff and I'm unmotivated to do do things, Mm -hmm. I like to kind of sit down and remember why I'm still pushing to get better at everything. So <clears throat> I made an investment in a whiteboard, and if you feel the same way, you could do it too. I have Remember Why written across the top of it, and under it I have all the people in my life that I want to be better for along with myself. So how many people are on there? Two, four, six, six, twenty-four. I think. Yeah, so th- there's about 24 on there of, like, the people that I value the most in this life. Oh, I made it to the board. Yeah, of course. What are you talking about? Why would you not be on the board? I was just busting it, bro. Okay. Well, and I look at that constantly, and there's little quotes from people, like, around the board. <clears throat> what did I write? I don't know. You just wrote Moose and Goose... To the end. Yeah, he wasn't satisfied with that. What do you mean? We weren't satisfied. You asked me, that's all you can write? And I thought you would have wrote more. But like, it says it all. But, like, I have my mom my dad wrote something. And, like, there's, there's quotes that I put on there, too, for myself just to kind of motivate me more. <clears throat> but uh, for me, that's that's the whole reason why... I started working out again because I want to be around these people when I get older. Now, do you think this is going to be a tough conversation? I, I think we should save that for a podcast. Okay. I don't know what you're going to say, but okay. I'll write it down. Um, do I think that some names won't be on there in the future? Maybe. Do I think more people can be added to it? Yeah. But at the same time, it's just where I am in my life right now. Those are the pe- those are the people right there that matter the most. If people come and go. I get it, hundred percent. I'm more than willing to add people. If some people leave, then they leave. Then there's nothing else I can do about it. But that's that's my core of people right there. Those are the people that help keep me grounded and keep motivating me and pushing me to be better in all aspects of my life. So, that's, and look, if you feel the same way, if you feel like unmotivated or something, you can write one name on a board, and that's it. I, uh, I used a whiteboard too as well during quarantine. It was actually one of the best, best things I did, uh, because I was very self-conscious of my consistency and things. Um, mostly at work as well, because at work I was... I was always known I'm, I'm known as the guy that forgets things all the time and, yes. and, and makes mistakes and there's like things that happen <clears throat> um, so like it was eating away at me because I was like well if I continue doing this for a long time over time uh, I could potentially lose my job over it um, 
because it was like consistent like refunds and things yeah. like that um which is not good for the company and also you know people get frustrated so i got the whiteboard and i wrote down i think it was like five things on the whiteboard and on the top it said consistency and the first thing was a maxim and it said i was i said i'm hard working enthusiastic i'm hard working and enthusiastic i yearn to grow that was like my motto for quarantine okay uh and then underneath it was um write down it was like one thing i think w- there was tasks that i had to do there was five tasks and throughout the entire week i had to check off those tasks every day so i forget exactly what they were one of them was like make my bed oh yeah here we go with the making the bed again did you get did i send you that video did of you get what? that video? Of what? I'll show it to you after. And uh, well, what was the video? It was a video of it's a. I don't know if he's a, a captain or, or whatever, and he's a Navy SEAL, and he's talking about. I think he's doing like a, a speech for graduation, and he talks about making your bed. Oh, I think you may have sent this to me. I sent it to you in Snapchat. I think, I think so. And he said, uh, he said making your bed, is one of the most important things you can do because one it gets you started doing things uh it gets your day started and you feel accomplished immediately after you wake up and it kind of sets that into motion and he said um and it's also good for uh he he does a lot more talking and then but he says you know if you had a hard day at work you had a shit day you come home and you know you have a nice bed made you can crawl into uh and that video th- really inspired me. I'd have to, I'll have to find the name of it, um, and maybe we, we can tweet it out or something. Um, but that video inspired me when I first watched it until now. I think I've, I've always consistently thought about making my bed because of that video. Yeah, I don't make my bed. <laughs> you should try it. I tried it once. I feel like this is a consistent podcast thing. Should this be our brand? What? Should we be branding our uh, podcast about you making your bed? No, I don't think so. Is that going to be like a community joke? <laughs> make- moose and coos make their beds. <laughs> moose, moose never <laughs> makes his bed. <laughs> oh, like, uh, every, every time Moose tries to make his bed. I just don't have fun. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have time because I do. I just don't. I'm just lazy about it. I just don't want to do it. I love making my bed, dude. See, because when I wake up, I just I go upstairs... I'll usually eat something, go to the bathroom, and just hop right on the computer until... Take two minutes to make your bed now. I'm good. Before you go upstairs. Nope. Then when you come back downstairs. Nope. I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. Just think about the emotions really quick right here. Okay. I'll I'll hear you out. Anyone listening that doesn't make their bed, and they're like, wow, this fucking, like, you're an asshole. Okay. I'm never going to make my bed. Take a second. Listen. Okay. I'll listen. You wake up. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you feeling groggy? You're feeling a little shitty. Yes. You get out of bed. Okay. Really don't want to do anything, probably. No. Probably not. But you do. You f- you you make your bed, and as you're making your bed, you're still waking up, letting your thoughts run through your head. Now you completely make your bed. It's done. Looks good. Go okay. upstairs. Take a piss. Okay. Brush your teeth. Whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Get some food. Whatever you do. Yep. Now when you come back downstairs. I want you to look at your bed. Okay. And I want you to say, you know what? Good job, Nick. Okay. 
Then you go play on the computer. I'll tell you this right now. I promise you. That's not happening. What's in the, what? Uh, I don't give a shit what that looks like. Look. But why? Look, look. Time not, out. Not, Time not, out. Not for nothing. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. There are times. Question. There are times where if I have pe- if I have a certain amount of people come over, I'll make it look good down here. I will. Have you ever heard the expression, it's not what you do around people, it's what you do when people aren't watching? Yeah. Yeah. That sets a standard for your values. So if I come in and I see that your bed is made. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I go, oh, you you just make your bed? He goes, yeah, yeah, I have people coming over. That's why I made it. And then I go, oh, okay. I come in and I say, oh, you made your bed? Yeah, I have a high standard for my values, and I like to have my clean my, my room clean. See, I'm not like that. That's just your values, and you can change that. It's easy. Is it really a no, value? No, it's thing? not easy. Well, it's, a, it's you value having a nice, clean life. I mean, for the... I mean, your room is clean. No, no, like, your living space is clean. No doubt about it. I no do, doubt. I do need to vacuum a little bit, though. Like, I'd say your room is a lot cleaner than mine. Well, yeah, but your your room is like a third of the size of this. I also have shit everywhere. That's no, whatever. But, but also think about uh, Einstein's law. Okay. Is it Einstein or Newton's law. What stays in motion stays. Uh, uh, an object in motion will stay in motion until stopped or. Uh, uh, okay. So, if you start making your bed. Energy and object, energy and motion. Okay. And you are starting to be productive. Okay. That energy will stay in that motion and mindset until stopped. Okay. That's where the challenge is. Okay. Have you ever heard of Cole's Law before? Which is? Cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Got his ass off <laughs> Oh, he fell for it. We got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> it's just like the up dog thing, too. Oh, dude, that I never do. When I first heard, I never laughed so hard in my entire <laughs> life. Dude. That is like a legit first grade joke. I have ne- I never heard it until that day. And until that day, it was my favorite <laughs> joke because it got me so bad. Uh, we're on Xbox. <laughs> and up dog for dinner. I'm like, oh, what's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What's up with you? I fucking lost it. I died. So, oh my god. But to bring it back to the bed, it's not happening. You know what? For you, you said this. You've said. I this. know. Anyone I know. that's listening, I have said and, this before. And has listened to us <laughs> yes. in the past on yes. the podcast. Yes. You know, he said it. When we work out, yes. Make your bed before we come. Before you come, we're not working out until you make your bed. I'll come in here. I'll watch you. Oh, okay. I'll make sure you make your bed. So it looks like no more working out then. It's just like a, it, it's also a discipline thing too. That, that yes. Like it, it's, it's teaching you. And it's such a simple thing because uh, your parents all the time, oh, I want my son to be more disciplined, more disciplined. <laughs> well, well, we do that by consistently coming to class, but we also have a task chart that they have to complete. You start making – I make my bed – I actually feel weird if I don't make my bed now. At first, I was like, oh, I don't want to make my bed. I don't want to make my bed. But then I'm like, 
I'm like, I actually enjoy looking at the clean bed. Did you ever see something like messy? Yeah. And you get agita, like you get you all like yeah, a little ten, bit. You get like tense and a little stress or something. Sure. Right or like you know when it it bothers me a little bit. Think about think about when your room is messy, right? And like you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. And then you finally clean it. Oh, d- the dude, relief. Dude, you I have, have I have days like that where I'll just go off cleaning for fucking hours. Right, and then how how good do you feel after? Yeah, I feel good. Think about your bed being a mess. Which could, it is. Could all could have be a factor of your stress, and you don't even realize it because Maybe. it's subconscious. Do you know how many times I'll clean my room, and on, on a weekend, and my entire week changed. Because I don't have to think about coming home and be like, oh, my fucking room's a mess, or like, or like, oh, that's out of place, or... Alright, <clears throat> I'll do the bed thing. Yeah? I'll do the bed thing for a week. It's not... A, a week will not help. A week won't do anything. So just keep doing it. Yeah, do it for a month, at least. A month. 30 days. 30-day challenge. 30-day challenge. Anyone listening? 30-day challenge? Make your bed every morning. I don't know. I don't know if I want to agree to this. What do you? So what do you? What for thirty days? What is so hard about making your bed? I just don't want to do it. You just don't want it. Like, but why? Like, what? Like, what in your mind is challenging? Are you more challenged? It's a waste of my time. No, I disagree with you. I don't think it's a waste of your time at okay. all. I don't think you think that either. <laughs> I'm gonna poke. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna poke. I think it challenges your commitment. Okay. I think you don't like that you have to commit to something right now. See, and co- then you're scared that you might fail as well. See, a commitment thing to me was is never really a problem. Because I... So I commit ha- to this challenge. Fine, I'll commit to the damn challenge. Was that hard? No. Do you feel uncomfortable? No. Where's the uncomfortability? There is none. You're lying. No, I'm not. No, you are. How am I lying? You're uncomfortable because <clears throat> you hesitated to commit. If you were, if you were like, I just want to get off the subject of making the fucking bed. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Yes. Oh, so you'll make your bed no problem. Yes. Three days. Yes. All right. I'll hold you to it. Okay. I'm gonna ask you every day. Okay. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. Ask I don't. You I know you're not gonna ask me every day. I'm gonna ask you almost every day. Okay. You're gonna send me a picture. Okay. Snapchat. Okay. Can't be a picture from like the day before. Because <laughs> I would have kept sending you the same picture. That's why I said Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, that yeah. I'll, I'll send you the picture. I think that's a that's a good challenge. All right. So so then, what's the punishment if I don't do it? There's no punishment. The punishment is that the punishment is that you prove to yourself that you can't commit to a 30 day challenge. Fuck what, it, I'll do it. What like what sounds better? Me going, oh, you have to go do something silly. No, no, no I'm not saying or something silly. you I'm having like, to sit there and feel the pain of, wow, I don't have any discipline. What sounds worse? The discipline one. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, look, I have no shame out in public. I'll wear a dress out in public. I don't care. So, right, so, right. So, so a little. <laughs> but when you're sitting there and you're, you're judging your own values, it's See, a little bit different. No, yeah, it is. It's a little bit different. And I agree with you on that one. And that's what this quarantine has done for me. See, my, my quarantine has... Put a complete stop on everything that was in motion. Everything. Yeah. Working, just kind of like starting to learn the so-called grind, I guess you can call it. I was working out, um, 
learning to drive here and there. Mm-hmm. And then the quarantine happened, and then I essentially isolated myself because I needed to. And then just everything just went to shit. Because, mm. again, that again in that time frame, that's where I felt alone again. Because I was... T- to me, and I've had this conversation with another one of our friends. This place, this my room is a fucking prison. It's a prison? It's a prison. Why do you say that? Because it is. Well, it has, well you're making it a prison. It has halted me from doing a lot of things. It has, at times, demotivated me to a point where I don't want to do anything. Granted, I am working for something with the streaming and the podcasting and everything. That I get. But I spent six years down here not doing a a thing aside from streaming. And that still hasn't gotten to where I needed to be. So I feel like it's... I just feel like it's been insanity, essentially. Because I'm not, I wasn't changing anything. Nothing was coming and nothing was changing. So I was just, I was stuck in one spot. Right. So that to me, this is my safe spot. Nothing bad can happen to me here. That's, that's how I feel. Nothing bad can happen here. But the second that I go out of it, this is my comfort zone. Once I go out of it, it's free game. It all goes back to the control thing. I control everything that's down here. It falls on me. I know what's going to happen if I do this, this, or that. If I go outside or if I go do something, I have no control over what the hell is going to happen. And the control thing, I've said this before, I have a hard time dealing with stuff that I can't control. Like how other, like how other people feel, how other people act, what other people say, whatever. Is that like a come from like a, a personal thing of like you don't I don't know th- that's just how I felt for a long time like do you not is it like the control of people's emotions and things like mostly no it, it's a part of it like I said just I, I, I have a hard time letting go of things I can't control By, but like Give me like give me another. Can you give me like an example? Um, I'll, I'll just use use the example that you used. How other people feel towards me, I can't control that. I can't control their opinions of me or how they see me. Right. And shit like that. But does that ultimately matter? To me, I, I like to say I don't care what people think about me. Yeah. But I think to a certain extent, I think everybody does care about what people think. To, to a certain degree. I agree. Um, well, I'm at, well, that's what I'm working on getting out of that. Because I used to live my entire life about around how, how people live. I, ju- like the judgment. I used to live, live that. I, everybody needed to like me. I don't, I don't want to necessarily say that I need everybody to like me. I can say that's how I was. I wanted no conflict. I wanted everyone to like me, and what that had what happened uh, in the book that I read is calling being indifferent. So, and I, I definitely want to do a podcast on this one. It, the book is called the the subtle art of not, not giving a fuck. fuck. Yeah, <clears throat> and he said when you're indifferent, he pretty much says that it's it's extremely dangerous. 
because that's where things start to kind of fall apart. You either give a fuck about something or you don't. Not caring is much different than being indifferent. He gives the example of his mom got screwed over in some kind of deal. And he ca- he cared about it. Yeah. So he got angry and he went, like, after it. Like, got the money for his mom. If he was indifferent, he would have... Uh, he wouldn't have done anything. He wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm learning to be... I'm learning to create... It's almost like creating my own identity. And it's... I'm 24... 24 and I have no identity because I've been indifferent my entire life and I'm sure I'm sure people feel that as well I don't know man it's just so like the whole if it is caring about people and what they think of you create a value I create a value that stands behind having good relationships good relationships or something that you can control you can create a value of i will be kind to others end goal people will like me right or yeah that's the formula i will care for others and be kind to others and in return people will like me maybe people will like me if you follow what you can control, you'll get results if people like you. If they don't like you, but I don't. That's not you. That's them, right? You're kind to me. You're super kind to me. Yes. And then I turn. I go. I go. Fuck. Nick's always so fucking nice. I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand how nice he is all the time. I don't like that. You get on my nerves like that sometimes. I do. Yeah. Why? What do I do? When you, when you do that super positive shit. And it's just, you just, just keep but going. It, but it bothers you for a reason because you're sitting here going, "Fuck, he's right." Yes. And I, I know either, I either want that or I envy him because he has it. Yeah. And, that's and, and, it's, and it's the envy part because I wish I had that. I didn't. I don't. I didn't magically come up with it. No, I understand that. But just over time, it's like, like you have self-respect for yourself. I hope so. Well, do you? Do you think I do? From the way you talk, you do. I'd hope so. Well, <laughs> what gave you that impression? <laughs> Just the way that you talk and the way you act and the way you hold yourself together, for the most part. Okay, so I have self. I haven't considered that as a value that I might have, but I have self-respect for myself. Yeah, and you have. You're more. When you started with the dojo, you're more outgoing. You're more. I can. I'm a people person. If that's what you were. Yeah, you're more like that. See, I'm not like that. You can be like that, though. I can be. There's something that's stopping you, though. Myself. There's something deeper than yourself. That's not. That's like your your. That's like the cover of the book. Something stopping me, myself. Open the book. What is it? I, what about I, yourself? I don't know. Ask yourself questions. <laughs> I don't have the answers to them. No, you do up here. Ask yourself. Envision yourself. Public speaking. Oh no. Okay. Good. It's just a... F- I what, whatever's there, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. You're in your safe zone. Don't worry. You're That's uncomfortable. <laughs> what is there? Maybe the, the, maybe the self-image I have of myself. Okay, so when you're... When you're and we don't have to... If you're not comfortable doing this on the podcast, it's fine. Dude. But, but... So you envision yourself... Are we doing this now? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So you're envisioning yourself public speaking. Okay. Where are you? In front of a building. You're in front of a building. Am I supposed to close my eyes? No, no, I have to. I just have okay. my gloves. Okay. <laughs> it should be the other way. I'm envisioning myself on a, on a, on a stage with a microphone. Okay. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like in, in the front I'm of in a building. An auditorium. Okay. I'm like in the front of a building, like on a like set a of press. Stairs. You're doing like a press conference. Yeah. Okay. You heard. Okay, so you yeah. let's take a step back. Now you're standing in that building. Okay. You're about to walk out to have public speak. Yes. You have people in the crowd. What kind of people are there? Is it a press conference? Yeah. People have signs? No, it's not like a protest. It's, it's just like a... Like a... Um, uh, doing a speech? Big speech? Yeah. Say big that. speech? Okay, you're doing a big speech. What's the speech on? So it's like there's like reporters there that have their microphones up and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So this is, this is, a, this is a big thing that you need to do. Yes. Whatever you're doing, it's big. So you're about to do the public speaking... And all of a sudden, you get that feeling, that uncomfortability. Yeah. What is the fear? Um, You're going to... I'm going to say something that people may not like. Okay. Um, so that's I, judgment I, from people. I may... Yeah. Because I, I don't speak well, period. Okay. So, like, so me messing speech. up my words, my speech, and all that stuff. Okay. All of that will happen... My voice crack. <laughs> All of that will happen unless you make a script. So you, even, make, a script, even, you make a script even if and you study the script. I promise you, your confidence would be oh, a thousand times boosted if you made that script. Even better, you make a mistake, you mess up. Okay. What's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know, man. I don't know how to... I can't... It's not that I can't. Because I obviously can. You can. You do it You do it all the time, actually. I just... It's hard for me. I've, I know it. And it's uncomfortable. Yes. And it's... I know. Do you know what it was like when I first started at the dojo? And I had to do my first promotion? Promotion ceremony. All, I had to give everyone the proper... Belts, parents recording, cameras on me, spotlight. I'm a wee little gray belt, not even black belt. I'm 5'4", 120 pounds. These parents look me in the eyes, and I have to say, your kid passed. Your kid did not pass. <laughs> now, if I valued how they cared about me, they all would pass. Yeah. But am I doing them a service by doing that? No. No. Is their kid really doing what they're... No. No. But if I said, hey, Nick, let me tell you about Johnny. Okay. Johnny's doing really well in class. His focus is there. He just doesn't know the strike set. So, here's what we need to do. Testing is in a week. Let's sit, schedule some power lessons. Let's get him caught up. Let's get him to know that strike set. Okay. Now, that's a lot better than... Your kid, he didn't pass. Kid stinks. Your kid stinks. So, so that confidence area that sh you struggle with. Confidence has always been a big problem for me. And me too. Just because. I like confidence. Because. Like crazy. A lot of people, like, I don't see what other people see in me. 
I've never, I've never felt like that. And I don't either. When you, I have self-respect for myself. I caught me off guard. <laughs> but like, like people like, oh, you're this amazing person, blah blah blah. And I'm like, you see it differently than They're I do. Not here. Uh, one of my professors did a, uh, <clears throat> a thing with me, and uh, the whole class gave us a little worksheet, and it, and on it had a couple questions. And one of the questions was, if you were to pass, the, if you were to grade yourself self on this class what grade would you give yourself I gave myself like a C minus oh dude that, that was me all throughout high school <laughs> and uh <laughs> but that's because we know we know how much effort we put into things yes he doesn't he knows he knows that I completed my homework he knows I got a good grade on the test because I passed I got the answer correct but he doesn't know if I sat up until 12 o'clock playing video games and then studied an hour before the test. And what's up? But in your mind, you're, that's what you see. You're just you're describing my whole high school career. In your eyes, or his eyes, he's going, wow, Nick gets all of his homework done. He gets the right answers. He's a good student. He works really hard. Yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck you do. No. Nobody knows how hard you're actually working. That's a, that's a quote from David Goggins. That dude's an animal. Nobody knows how hard you're working, and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, might as well just work hard, right? Might as well. Yeah, until the demons come. Dude, those demons are a pain in my balls. I've been struggling this past week. Two weeks. I've been tired, lazy, don't want to do anything. Nothing. Nope. But, motivation does not come from emotion. My boss was telling me, Word was spelled backwards, bro. In order, you have to create motivation. You have to act. Your emotions will always be there. Tell the students all the time. Doesn't matter how you're feeling, you can still do things while feeling that way. You can be feeling really angry, depressed, sad. That doesn't mean, that doesn't give me the excuse to not make my bed. That doesn't give me the excuse to teach a poor class. That yeah. doesn't give me the excuse to have a poor workout. Like that that's that's kinda how it was the other night when we were supposed to run. I was gonna just I was gonna say, No, I'm not feeling good, I'm not gonna go. Yeah, and that's And I'm easy. like, you know what? Th- that's the easy route. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I didn't wanna I I didn't wanna work out today. No. When you text when when I texted you I was still in bed. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. When I said when I said that I'm gooch You're like I'm kinda of, well you said I'm kind of gooch. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty gooch. So yeah. all I need to do, I'm like, I'm still in bed. When you said, all right, I'm coming, I'm like, okay, time to get up. Yeah. I didn't want to come today. Yeah, but you did it. I did. And how did I feel? And I feel good. And how did you, what did you do after that? Came home. I took a shower. Had a little snack. Yeah. And I watched a baseball game. And then I played some games with my friends, and now we're here. If we didn't work out. Yeah. What time would you have gotten out of bed? What time, what time did we... Three o'clock. Three o'clock. I probably would have been in bed for another 45 minutes to an hour. But because you worked out, you worked out, showered, ate a snack. Watched the game. Watched the game. Forward motion will continue until stopped. But instead, if you sat in that bed, you probably would have sat in your thoughts a lot. And One oh, thing yeah. I've, I've, I've noticed that I've been doing is when I sense myself going down that thought process... I don't stop what I'm thinking about, 
but I do something else. When I'm focused on a, a task or doing something, this stops because yes. I have to. St- I I have to focus on what I'm doing. That's that's how it was when I was working too. Because yeah. I, I was in a bad spot where just my thoughts were just eating me alive. But when I went to work, it wasn't that anymore. It was get the shit off the truck, get it onto the pallets, get the pallets out to the floor, get the shit on the shelves. Right. For eight hours. So when when you're solving problems, it's actually amazing how your problems disappear. Yeah. And that's that's why I kind of I use streaming as a crutch sometimes because it's like, oh, it's an, it's an escape from your thoughts and your reality. When in re- in reality, it's not. It's it in the in the when past has made it worse. You're, well, you're you're. I'm tr- I'm trying to run away from it. The thoughts. Yes. Well, it depends on what the thoughts are. It's just negative thoughts. Right. So there's two things that need to happen there. Because I, I deal with uh, negative self-talk all the time. Yes. That's two how thing, I am. Two things need to happen there. Number one, you need to recognize the self-talk. Number two, this is the big one. Uh, there's actually a couple things you need to do. You need to know that it's okay to feel positive about yourself. It is okay. For me... I don't want to feel positive about myself because then I'm going to be arrogant or cocky or an asshole. Yeah. So I, would, I wouldn't I would do it. I'd be, quote, unquote, humble. There's a difference between humble and confident or and, and arrogant. Yeah. Humble is you know that you're positive, you're okay, um, but you don't gloat about it. Yeah. You're, you're not, not a show-off. You're not going over and saying, yo, man, I just had this negative talk mm-hmm. and... Pff, I was like, nah, I way. fucking killed it, dude. Yeah, it is it. gone. Like, being humble is be like, wow, you know, I worked through that thought, and I'm proud of myself, and I, that's okay. Yeah. But it's also okay to go, you know what, Corey, do you mind if I talk to you for a second? And go, I was actually feeling really down today, and I was able to work myself out of it. That's celebrating, but communicating with someone that you're comfortable with, because then they can sit back and go, you know what, Nick, I know you've been struggling with this. I'm proud of you as well. Yeah. That affirmation is incredible. And and I try to push that on, like, some of our friends. Like, yeah. my friend has been dealing with a lot of shit over the past year. Mm. And I'm just, I'm trying to get him to just exercise a little bit more. Yeah. That's all I want. Yep. And every time he comes, he's only come, like, two or three times. Yeah. I'm like, you know what, it's something. I want him to come more because I want him to feel at least a little bit better about himself. Right. And I tell him every time, like... I'm proud of you for coming, whether it's for 10 minutes or an hour. I always tell him that I'm proud of him for coming, and that's it. How does he respond to that? He, he just... I, does, he, does, he, does he talk more about Does he dive into more no. of, like, like things? Or, or is no. he like, oh, okay. Or is he like, oh... It's, it's, I haven't really... Start listening to what he says after... But he, but he doesn't really say anything. That's so then, so then tell him again. That that's until he says the, something. That's the thing. He he'll say he'll say like thank you or or no problem and then that's it. Because he'll leave before I'm even done running. Yeah. And it, it kind of an, it annoys me a little bit because I'm like you I know you can do more. That's not well, y- yes, you can Again, I know that that's not my call. Yeah, you can push him, but at the same time ask 
ask him. Be bold. I've been I've been pretty bold with you lately. Yes. Be bold with him. Ask him. Hey, Zach. Uh, you know, ask him when you when you leave. It's not you, Zach either. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I didn't, it's not him. <laughs> I totally assumed. My my mistake. See what happens when you assume things. Yeah, and uh. But use Zach as an example. That's fine. Um. Zach or whoever it is, ask him. Well, hey, what are you gonna do when you go home? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to do the dishes, clean the house. Uh, I have some things to get done before I have to go to bed. Yeah. That's different from, oh, I'm going to go play video games. Right? Because asking that question allows you to see where their values are lying. If it's, oh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go play video games and, you know, just relax, then it's a little bit different than I got to go, I got to clean the house, I got to make sure I... I Usually can- it's... He says he he needs to wake up early. Well, that's a, that's a thing too. Knowing I know your sleep schedule. Is I know, good. but it's different when I see things on social media at twelve one o'clock in the morning. Mm. That's different. So that always never obviously challenging people right away can be very hard. And and, and I get that. And I said to him. I'm still waiting for an answer. I've texted him three different times asking what he wants to work on to get himself to a better spot. And he has not answered me. I, I asked him, do you want to work out more? But don't don't give up. No, I'm not. He, he's been my best friend for my whole life. Sorry, Zach, I, if you're listening. It's not, it's not Zach. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like an but, idiot. Like, I'm, and I've told him, I'm like, like... I'm not going to give up on you, but you, there, there, there are times where you frustrate me because it's like, what are you doing to help yourself? Of course, and I get that frustration. And and that, that to me, that angers me because it's like, why don't you want to feel better? But you've, but you've, you've been there. I know, and I don't want him to be there. But you can't do it for him. I know. You, you can support, ask him. Exactly. You, you asked him. He might not be ready. That's fine. He might not be ready. And you can you can lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink it. Right. And that is that is the whole story with this with this but, other person. But making them wrong for how they're dealing with their grief is a little bit different. At the same time, but you ha- can't sit there. But how do you how do you take what they say? They say they want to get better. They want to do all these things, and then their actions don't back it up. So like, it's like, what what do you want me to think here? So what what is that would be all con like for me that would be context. L- throughout my job, obviously, people listening is an, an amazing thing, and I yes. I am not the best listener at all. See me, I could sit there, I can listen to people. There's hearing and, and listening are different. When you listen to people talk, the un. Just look for the underlying thing that they want. Yeah. Right? So, right now, we're talking. You want to help your friend. Yes. So badly that you're willing to go out of your way to do it for them if you could. Yes. But, That's not possible. but at the same time, I'm not, I know it's not up to me. There's only right. so much I can do as a friend. That's going to be able to push you in, in the right direction. I can't make you get off the couch and go to the track and run and lift and eat better. I can't do that for you. 
I can Ask only more questions. I can only get you to a certain point until it's out of my control. That I can't I cannot control. Ask more questions, get information. Don't feed into the questions. Ask more questions until they start communicating more. How was your day, man? That was alright. Hey, I've been thinking. Uh, I wanted to, or maybe do like. There's a book I read that you're always being sold on something throughout your entire life. So like, I'm selling you on how to help your friends right now. Yeah. That would be the idea that they're going off of. You have to, in order for somebody to come to, come to your, or. In order for to get somebody to go to the mall, you have to go to their bus stop, right? I can't say, hey, Nick, do you want to go to the mall? And then, you go, ah, uh, yeah, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, nice. All right, cool. Come to my bus stop, and then we'll go for my bus stop. Oh, uh, you know what? I, you know, I, I don't want to go now. Right. Hey, dude, let's go to the mall. Oh, great. Nice. I'll meet you at, I'm going to meet you at your house. Then we'll take the bus stop from your house, and then we'll end up at the mall. Yeah. Right? I'm coming to you. So get to where they are. Go to his bus stop. See where he is right mentally, right? And he might be tough. I don't want to talk. But just ask questions, man. It's just it's very difficult because I know the answers to the questions already. That's okay. You know them, but he might need to hear it and him say it himself for him to realize it. I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I can't really disagree with that. But it's just... Right, I can tell you how to work out. I yeah. can tell you how to teach a, a class in karate. But until you do it on your own, you're not going to realize what it's like. Yeah. And you'll feel more satisfied if you do it by yourself anyway. With the fact knowing that I was by your side the whole time. Yeah. So. I just... I don't know. It, 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 it's a tough... Not to crack not with easy. him. It's not. And you know, some people some people need it. Some people are harder to crack than others. Right. There's just... For me, I just... I want him to be better. I want him to... To just lead a better life, I guess you can say. But he's but, got to... But again... Want, he's got to see ex- what... He's, he's got to want it. And what and, and, he values. Exactly. And, Find out what he values, and, too. And I, I just... I want more for him. But I get that it it may take more time than others. Yeah. But it's just excuse after excuse, time after time. It's like... Well, when you start doing it as well, he might look at it and go, wow, Nick's doing a great job. I want that as well. Maybe. I know I can do it. You know what? I want to do it with him. Like, that's why, like... Me, John, and Zach, we're all doing it together because we want to feel better. Right. At the same time, we are doing it for just ourselves because we want to feel better as a, as a human being. Yeah. And for the future because me, John, and Zach are not in the best of shape, to say the least. <laughs> to say the least, we're not. Well, okay. Right? That's fair to say. I. That's fair to say, yeah. But... If we can do it together and keep each other motivated. Keeping each other accountable. Yeah. And sometimes it, it takes... And that's why I wrote... Being uncomfortable and going, Hey man, you didn't work out, what happened? You alright? Yeah. And 
you know, the one day I was I was disappointed that Zach didn't come to the track because he was doing the Mr. Beast puzzle thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know how many other people were doing it? Well, yeah, I get that. He was like, oh, I have a shot, which is fine. That's fine. That's cool. But you also, at the same time, you blow off your friends, and you didn't say anything. Right, so underlyingly, what that, to me, that says, Zach, I feel like I am not important to you because you left me for a silly prize. Yeah. Is that right? Like you sacri- Is that how you felt? You sac- I, not, necess- not that I didn't feel important. Well, but, you felt... You, but you but felt- he, he sacrificed what he was doing for a game that he maybe could have won or didn't win. Right. So... Where he, in your mind, he's going, well, he could have... Could have been on the track, working really hard to yeah. live to to live a better life. Sure, you know to feel a healthier life. Sure, and to me, you know, I'm a big commitment guy. You say that you're gonna do something, I expect you to do it. Right, right. Don't give me that look. Right. I know. I but, I know that's one of my and weaknesses. and I know that not every day is gonna be perfect or up to my yeah, standards. Life, life happens as well. Yeah. So. That's why I kind of stopped riding him. That's why I kind of got over it because I'm like, you know what? He's kind of he's he's shown up every time. He's shown improvement. He went from just walking the track to, to starting to run. So he's I'm, so I'm to you then. Yeah. His trust. So, so he's word. he. I, I am I am proud of him for starting to do more. His integrity is there now. Yeah. He's shown to you. That so it's just if you miss a day here and there, fine, whatever. Because at the end of the day. That doesn't affect me at all because I'm still there. I'm still putting the work in to get to where I want to be. That's the mindset. Yeah, you know, as much as you, and that's where people find that. Oh wow, he's selfish. He's selfish. No, it's not selfish. No, you, like well, you but are. you have to be selfish at times, though. There's, and if people want to look at it that way, fine. You can fine. You could, but there's. I'm gonna try to persuade you otherwise here. You could be. They're selfish. Or self full. How can I give you something and if I'm not full? That becomes selfless. Yeah. And I know that I don't want to live a selfless life because I would like to live a self full, happy life so I can give you more. Exactly. So you can learn to have a self full life as well. Yeah. That's it. podcast got deep bro real quick well, yeah. I, I didn't expect to go this far i didn't either but you i'm got sure me, you i'm got sure me passionate about a couple things yeah so. that's fine man what? i'm just i don't know we'll have we'll, we'll discuss some stuff and see what we want yeah to i i'm jot i jot jot down one uh one podcast that we could do which i think would be really cool and important i think now that i think we're both in a going in a very similar direction so it's gonna we're we're gonna be able to like talk about a lot of yeah a lot of things where we stand and there's gonna always gonna be tough days, bro. Oh, one hundred percent, bro, dude. We had a blackout here, f- and it lasted a hundred hours. I was going mentally insane. I'm not even joking with you because like, you know, I'll just save it for another episode because because right. <laughs> some some old stuff came back up and oh okay. And I don't want to get into it right now. That's gonna be. But um, that's a good title right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I think we could definitely in this pa- podcast. I got I got very passionate about some things, and I could keep going. 
um, but I want to spare your your ears here. So I, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. If we want to fire the mic back up right after, I don't, I don't care. I just got to eat something. I'm starving. All right. Well, you definitely gra- grab something to eat. But, uh, yeah. guys, uh, definitely, definitely hit us up. Uh, I think it's fair. I think we should post uh, post that video of yeah, I'll, I'll put it up. Why you should make make your bed every day. And guys, try that challenge. Make your bed challenge. Make your bed. Be- yep, bed challenge. We'll call it. Okay. And give me my whiteboard. All right. And those of you that are listening and want to do the bed challenge, yo, tweet us out. I don't care if you do it every single day. Send me a picture of your bed. I will make sure that I take the time and I comment on it and say I'm proud of you. What what color you want? I, uh, blue. It's closest to purple. Okay. Right up here. You could do it here and then make 30 check boxes. You can make little slash marks. So, all right. Where can they find us here, Nick? Um, at BH Podcasting on Twitter, at Brotherhood Podcasting on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Instagram has been slacking a lot, and nothing. There hasn't been a lot. Um, I was I was gonna talk to everyone relatively soon that we need to get back on it because we're gonna have to start posting some selfies bro or we're slacking uh big time on social medias um super just one i think one post a day would be fine yeah i know that's that's asking for a lot it's not because (laughs) just how our podcast operates there's a lot of content that we can put up on the on those pages that's true yeah we, we have sports. We have video games. We have tech. Dude, this is this. simple. I mean, Moose and Goose Raw is like, I could literally just make a video and go, you know what, guys? Here's your motivation of, yeah. of the day. Just, I'm going to post a video up, too, that I've watched countless fucking times. Yeah, so I d- definitely let, let post up those videos and give them, them credit. But uh, do I, do you want to put in your own, your personal or? Um, You're going to write it, by the way. Make it better. Um... At dbor2730, D-B-O-R-2730 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my Instagram, you can kind of see a little inside of my friends and some of the memories that I have with my friends for the uh, birthdays. I don't post on social media anymore, so uh, just stick with the brother. Are you going to go back to streaming anytime or no? I don't know. I keep thinking about it. Um, I don't know. I enjoy streaming, um, but... I don't think I I don't love the process. Okay. That makes sense. That's fine. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Cuz I'm back to being all alone on that on that train. But that's fine. Well, we we all had our own other we all other accounts and things. Yeah, so. yeah, that's fine. But I'll always support you, brother man. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know that. that. Yep. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gents, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We hope to catch you on the mooshity goosity flippity floppity. Whatever the hell that means. That's right. We go raw, goosity? baby. Mooshity goosity. goosity. What the hell does that mean? Mooshity goosity flippity floppity. I don't know what that means. Moose and goose. I understand that. Moosity goosity. Are you saying I'm fat? I'm no. The size of a city? Come on. Dude, I don't know what the hell you're saying anymore. Kid. All right, all right, all right. 
but no, yet yeah, th- thank you guys. Yep. So we'll catch we, you. We do appreciate you, you guys. We won't be another four months either. No, I'm not going to tell you how long because last time we said two, two a month, two, two a month, two a month <laughs> and here we are four months later, not not doing anything. But we got we got some plans. Hopefully, even yeah, though we yeah. said that last time, <laughs> we'll we'll actually get it on paper this time. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We do appreciate you guys very much. I will catch you guys on the next one.